1: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
0: believe. Hey, what's up, dog? <laughs> is this? Am I speaking to the the king of Seattle podcasting right now? The Seattle king. Of podcasting. No, the Seattle king of yeah. podcasting. I wait a minute. I thought I was trying to be the king of Seattle sports podcasting. I how do you, you have the moniker all of a sudden?
1: You are mine. Are more. um. Well, other than this, I do a couple of football, but more cannabis. Oh,
0: hand. I see. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair. I, I guess, I mean, I don't talk about cannabis on podcasting all the time, but well, anyway, we'll leave you that You probably should. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Dude. It's the I only mean, thing that's getting me over these, uh, these losses, buddy. I don't have a plan for this episode at all. I figure we'll just shoot from the hip. I mean, it's the day before Thanksgiving, much to be thankful for in our own lives for sure, but this football team—I don't know. I mean, we we'll just let's just should we just we we'll just start it off and see what happens? Yeah, let's let's just go, man. All right, yeah, let's just let's do this thing. Hit the hit the theme song, guys. Let's get this crowd going. Now, come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. Oh, One, two, three. One, two, three. On. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go oh. Hawks!
1: I'm just about that action, bro. Takes
0: a snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch! It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Oh.
1: It's gonna work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got
0: my best? I got ah. That's not fun. Ah. My player. Trouble playing. it. Thunder. All one. Ready, Russell looking to Hawk. Russell scrambling Pump faking Hawk. Still
1: looking. Now he
0: spins out. We got a five, baby. 45-40. Down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's gonna go. Yes. No. 20 20-10. They do it again. Touchdown. 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 Seahawks. Seahawks. Seahawks.
1: It's the Seahawks
0: podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Thank you for joining us. I'm Seahawks superfan Brett Davern, and he is Seahawks legend Lofa Tatupu. Thanksgiving week, Lofa, like we said, a lot to be thankful for, but uh, not sure about this team right now. If you guys have thoughts about the Seahawks, questions, comments for us, or if you just want to rant about our favorite football team, you can do that anytime at seahawkspod at gmail.com, Seahawks pod at gmail.com also hit us up on any social media at believe in seahawks um lofa how you feeling man
1: you know it's long enough where i'm you know i'm past the the grief and you know (laughs) the frustration and the anger stage i'm on to like you know they still entertain us and that's (laughs) i guess what the most we can ask for. It's like we're, we're right in the game, you know, all yeah. of them. And yeah. that's what the frustrating part is. And I know, I mean, we could see it on their faces and in
0: their, their press conferences, even I as I know. Well, hey, speaking of entertaining us and speaking of being in the game, let me hit up our sponsor before we really get ranting and raving here. Our beautiful, wonderful sponsor that's been supporting us all year and you guys support them, which is why they support us. It's betonline.ag, everybody. Your place for online wagering. Also, they have an a online casino with all the table games and everything that you're used to from any any casino out there. And and that their casino, it never closes. And no matter where you are, you can just log in and and go for it. It's betonline.ag. Use our promo code, which I have no idea what it is this week. Cause I'm traveling. Better
1: not have changed it on me. It <laughs> what was, it? And I hope it still is. Believe I'm pretty sure it fifty,
0: yeah. yeah. Go for it. B L E A V five, zero. Yep. Uh, you put that in, you get your welcome bonus at betonline.ag. Your online wagering experts bet online, the only place to make your wages for all your uh, sports betting needs online. So Lofa, um, Yeah, man, let's just get right into it. I mean, the Seahawks, they lose in really ugly fashion to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I mean, how many losses in a row is this for us? Three, I think, more? Uh, Russell Wilson has never lost three games in a row uh, in his entire NFL career. And guys, it's not going well right now. I mean, Lofa, like you were just saying, felt like a winnable game, but for some reason we cannot beat Colt McCoy no matter which team he plays for. you know, I... If it was like last week or last year when we faced
1: the Giants and Colt McCoy and the running back somehow had 150 yards or they had 180 on the ground, I could justify that. But mm-hmm. like him throwing for 300 and, mm-hmm. you know, I think he had a couple touchdowns. It's, it's, yeah, man, it's, that's got to be frustrating, you know, as a defense and, you know, even as, you know, for Pete, as a defensive coach, minded coach, it's like, man, um, we're going to get this guy paid. Yeah. so that's the good news the good news because i'm always looking towards the silver lining is this guy's gonna get paid by somebody to go be a starter and hopefully we don't have to see him again
0: well hey uh before we really get too much into it we're putting up these photos here and producer katie and i were talking before we even started the show for some reason every photo that she could find of the seahawks cardinals was from like last year when they're wearing action green and i was like katie they weren't wearing action green she's like those are the only photos i could find so anyway i'm i'm laughing because that photo is not from the game that just happened but uh, yeah, man. I mean, just so frustrating, right? I mean, the the defense, I have to say again, the defense like kind of kept us in it for the most part. I feel yeah. like I mean, the offense is what is letting us down. And that is the most surprising thing of all of this. I know Russell got injured. Obviously, we all know that. <laughs> but when you have Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Alex Collins, who is a serviceable back, I mean, he's more than a serviceable back. He's a good back. DJ yes. Dallas is great is fine uh how about rashad penny though again i mean we get him back he does one run and then he's on the sideline again with a hammy injury That poor guy this whole the whole thing on the offensive side of the football brand new coordinator um it it just it hasn't come together this year and and it still hasn't
1: well i mean okay and if maybe they are taking away lockett and uh metcalf here and there then where are the tight ends every we paid him he's like he is a stud and then yeah. Parkinson, we drafted him high. I know he hasn't yeah. been healthy, you know, uh, that much. But it's uh, like those – those. I mean, their tight end killed us. If we,
0: yeah. Oh, if yeah. Turn around and look at the Cardinals. Well, I mean, and hey, they were able to make that trade, right? They bring in Zach Ertz and look at what he does to us in this game. They use him, Lofa. The, the other teams that we play bring in players. And then, guys, they use those players they bring. Isn't, yeah. that, isn't that a novel idea? Um, Crazy. I mean – Gerald Everett, though, I want to just real quick, though, on the offensive side of the football, Gerald Everett does seem like he's he's one of them that's playing with some fire, right? He looks I mean, good. Yeah, he's he's running over people. He's breaking Fast, tackles. Fast
1: strong, yeah.
0: Yep, yep. Doing absolutely. the
1: most with his opportunities, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, but what's the problem here? I mean, okay. they can't pick up third downs. Offensively? Starts there. Yeah, offensively. So, from what I see, right,
1: and I'm not in those meetings, but – you come out and you run for, what, two first downs. And then we go to three straight dropbacks and two right. of the plays are sacks. One's a forced fumble. Right. And it's like, okay, if you don't have that much time, then the check down has to be a part of your offense. Meaning when the running back gets through the line, oh, DK Lockett, no, I'm not going to the, my third look. I'm going to just check it down and get three yards, four yards, or take off with the ball. Yeah, We didn't do any of that. We ended up punting. And the thing is, in the first, I think four plays, five plays, when we did get those two first downs, we're using the fly series. So we're using the receiver to change the gaps for the defenders. And this is important because we really don't have, as we discussed with Mike Wall, we don't have the athletes at offensive line. We have a bunch of maulers that you just send them downhill and just they they do best going forward and just beating the hell out of the guy across yeah. the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And so when you create confusion pre-snap by running that receiver across the formation, now the gaps change on the run, and a lot of defenses are not great at assignment football when that happens. We've always been sound with that. You see Bobby and Brooks, even you know the young guy. When someone gives us that fly series, we attack, we shoot gaps, we make tackles for loss. So, I mean, the first one, Penny really, with that play, he could have – if he just made that last guy miss, which is Yeah, if he high steps that a little bit, he's going to the house. I mean, well, that's why you're drafting the first round. You're expecting to make one guy miss. If you get a clean lane up to the second to the, you know, the safety, you gotta make that guy miss. And yeah. so um it was, you know, unfortunate because I know Collins makes that guy miss. Does he he doesn't have the breakaway speed that that Penny does if you get out in the open field, but he'll still get you about thirty or forty yards after that, that move.
0: I, I just think, like, it, you know what's hard, lofa it's, it's like, I understand that, like, all of us fans sitting at home on the couch, we think we could call plays. We think we could probably play quarterback, of course, and all that. But when you're watching some of these Seahawks games, I mean, it really does look like, I mean, buddy, I – they go back, they show the replays, and you see open receivers and running backs out of the backfield, like you're saying, right in front of mm-hmm. Russell. And he's not taking those options. And a lot of times he's taking a sack. Or he's throwing it over DK Metcalf's head into the third row, you know, yeah. instead of – and it's it's. It, I think that's what's frustrating for as a fan is that it feels like we can see what should be going on. And when it's not going on, it's just incredibly frustrating. I mean, there's just really no other words for it.
1: Yeah. And then, you know – you get to the, the difference in time of possession mm-hmm. and how many plays we, we had 79 defensive plays, 49 offensive plays. Mm-hmm. They almost played two, two full games on defense compared to the offense. And so, and you know, uh, 40 to 20 or 19 in terms of uh, time of possession, two to one again. And it's like, it's just, it's not sustainable. I, I don't care how good the defense is, you so, know, because <laughs> we did, we played hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I was just going to say, something's got to give on this offense because this is now what the third offensive coordinator that we've had with Russell Wilson. Right. Mm -hmm. And they get up to the podium and and like you say all the time, and they say, we're going to run the ball. We're, you know, uh, three yards in a cloud of dust and then the game starts and i i texted you right away exactly what you said they mm-hmm. run first down then they go three straight drop backs he gets sacked he you know incomplete whatever and you're behind the chains and you're punting the ball away i mean michael dixon's the most consistent team player on the team <laughs>
1: there's <is> a weapon
0: part <laughs> so of the season but yeah it's it's maddening man and i mean what about russ though right because he's coming back off the injury so maybe you give him a little bit of an excuse there but yeah. buddy i mean Geno time question mark or wh- uh, what's going on with russ he, he's he got to throw the ball he cannot just you know do that thing where he takes the ball puts two hands on it ducks down he the one long play that he completed he tried to do that then he realized no one was hitting him no he, was coming, up, yeah. he hits someone down the field it's like russ keep your head up find the receivers do what you do it, we got to start playing some offense man give the defense a break like you're like you're saying they're playing too much
1: yeah and um it's yeah. it's tough, man. It's tough to watch because you know the defense being out there. But it's it's really we we've had all these games that we have we've been in, whether it was Gino, Russ, we've been in all the games, and whether it's offense or defensively, we we get it's these are the ones we used to win, mm-hmm. and I think that's the most frustrating part for Pete yeah. and you know and the players, yeah, because you know it's not like they don't believe they're going to win it's not like they're not working their asses off you sure. know i've been there as a player i've been in there as a, as a coach and i know exactly what you know what they're saying and be like hey we still got this just you know keep plugging away but now it's coming down to a math game where we might we might be out of it you know in another week or two depending on yeah. outcomes of the, of the next two games
0: well, and I think, too, it's, it's like, as a fan, again, you're, you're watching the other team do what we need to be doing. And you're watching Colt McCoy do what Russell Wilson needs to be doing. I mean, you want to talk about how many how many more times or like what's the what's the multiplier that Russell Wilson's game check is versus Colt McCoy's game check? And Colt McCoy is able to I mean, he's rolling out, he's making passes on the run, he's he's finding the open guy, the open check down, He's moving the chains and he's doing what frankly a quarterback needs to do which is keep your offense on the on the field move the ball and we got russell wilson one of the all-time talents supposedly at quarterback and we can't keep the, keep him on the field it's just it's maddening it's frustrating i feel it from seahawks fans out there we hear it on twitter on our twitter account i mean something has got to it wasn't
1: it wasn't like last year where colt had 150 yards you know running you know uh, to help him out they had 10 more. They had 95 yards. They had like 10 yeah. more yards than we did for the game. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, so, Colt McCoy looked like he should be getting a job somewhere next season, like as a starter. I mean, if you just looked at yeah. that game alone, I mean, you know, Denver, hell, hello. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. But, yeah, I, oh, frustrating. Um, okay, defensive side of the ball. Let's let's flip it over to there. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I mean, they, they kind of, they, they held their own in that game. I feel like if the offense, like we were saying, yeah. giving them some points and stuff. Well, yeah, uh, I think
1: we finally did. Offense did get it together and mm-hmm. put together a great drive. And then I think we were just too tired because yeah. I, I don't, it's not a, it's not an effort thing. I, I think we just look sluggish. It's not like they don't want to play. It's like, you know, when you get to 80 plays, I've done it like maybe twice in my, yeah, it's ugly. It's an ugly film to watch. I know they're like not Thrilled to go back and watch, especially the last drive, because that's when you need to stop. Okay, get the ball back. And, and we just, we couldn't, right? They drained the clock and score. And well, uh,
0: fourth quarter, uh, I remember there was one play fourth quarter, and, you know, no disrespect to this guy at all, but like they were like John Radigan with the tackle. And I was like, oh, if we're, if we're deep at digging that deep onto the depth chart, people are tired. People are gassed, you know? Yeah. And, and it was evident on that yeah. last play, yeah uh, or on that last uh, drive there. Drive, were they, yeah. Um, I mean, well, do we want to talk about individual players a little bit, or, um, or just you want to go with scheme? Collectively,
1: first? yeah, let's go scheme. It's like collectively, the middle of the field's been wide open all year. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zach Ertz. Yeah, I I can't remember last time he's had like a great game. No, you know, offense, Zach Ertz. He's been a Pro Bowl player, but it's been it's the reason Philly was like, hey, it's time to move on. You know, we're yeah. going to send you. They they did him a great you know uh, farewell package. They're like, yeah, hey, we're going to send you to a competitor. It's like what teams that love their guys do. They're like, you know what? We're gonna make a deal. We're probably not gonna get what we should for you, but we're gonna send you to competitor. Good luck. And uh, so, I mean, and yeah, I mean, his first game there, yeah, he had a nice, I think, a career long reception. So maybe it was just the case that Philly wasn't using him in the way you know, just like we we aren't using our tight ends. But but for whatever reason, I was very surprised that Zach Ertz was you know. If you told me AJ Green went off for like two hundred yards, I'd be like, yeah guy's of animal, but Zach Ertz went off, and it's like, yeah. wait, who?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I know, and that shovel pass thing and everything, I mean, it just feels like other teams are doing interesting, creative things, and we, we got this new offensive coordinator, we don't do those things, it's just, the whole thing's frustrating all the way around. Um, I, I also, it feels like the Seahawks in the past and in the years past and we've had better records and things like that, we would be getting the bounce of the ball or we would kind of get that call from an official. And and now yeah. everything's going against us, man. I mean, that interception by Sidney Jones was an interception all day long. They, he's rolling over. Can I say, too, this, this television coverage, like sometimes you get 13 replays at something, and then sometimes they go to a break and they just come back from the break and they go – well, we made the call during the break and you guys don't get to see it anymore. I mean, you mean to tell me you could find an angle on that that showed that ball moving? That's ridiculous. He was rolling over. Yes, it looks like the ball hit the ground, but I thought the ball's allowed to hit the ground now. And yeah. then in the week before against Green Bay, those were not interceptions by the Green Bay Packers. So it's no, like yeah. we, just, we can't win for losing right now, man. I mean, yeah, I mean,
1: it does no good to just continue to bitch about officiating because no, I, I
0: know, I know, but it does feel like th- these these things crop up in the, in the most inopportune of times. Is oh, all I'm yeah. saying. You know, uh, know it just yeah. we're sneak bit. It just feels like we 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 can't get out of our own way. Is my point.
1: Definitely, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's tough because that I think that's one that really momentum wise we got the ball back anyways, but there's. A difference of yardage, oh, like, yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, dude. That when he when when we when we all thought he made that interception, I mean, I was like, okay, oh. here we go. Vintage Seahawks. You get the play that you need. You're on what? They're inside their twenty. I, I think. think yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the whole stadium came their, to life, bro. Like, yeah. Oh, erupted. Could have changed the whole season, right? I mean, potentially. We don't yeah. know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah um,
0: it's so.
1: unfortunate. <laughs> but
0: um unfortunate can we talk about individual players a little bit more though um because i'm looking right at my man dk metcalf i -hmm. mean can we call them drops i mean a couple of those are Uh, maybe
1: maybe one um but I you know the the one the guy did kind of have his right hand when he went yes. for a one-handed catch and then
0: double clutched on, the, on the one that was the yeah. yeah, and he by the way, he still made that he catch. He still
1: made the catch he yeah. just
0: ran out of real estate. But I'm talking about the one over the middle. There was another yeah. one uh, a little earlier where I mean, and he you know, he he's had this in the league already. He, he in years past, like he sometimes doesn't make that spectacular catch that we need him to make. I mean, even that one over the middle that was into double double coverage. He's he's got to come down with that ball. I thought he was going to come down with that ball. Yeah. It, look, he he's had more hair colors than the Seahawks have had wins this year, and it's just it's that's another frustrating thing for me. Like you want to be a superstar in this league, you want to be that guy who's the center of attention and and have this like personality and be getting these endorsements and all this stuff. Take care of your business on the field first. It's it's again it's frustrating for me as a fan. I, yeah. I want him to have these dominant games and taking over and going up strong and high pointing these, these jump balls. Like we know he can do it. We've seen yeah. him do it, but it's just like when he, when he doesn't, I mean, it puts us behind the chains again. How about I, Will Disley? Big I don't drop. think
1: he has a ton of drops though. I'm just going to go to his defense on that. I don't think right. like he's right. like up there in league leaders of drops.
0: So. Well, maybe they're not classifying them as drops. <laughs> or something then. I don't know. In, what... in Brett Davern's book. Well, I'm just I mean, look, if you if you took if you took my opinion and you took the opinion of people sitting around in sports bars, I think there's some that they don't count as drops that we would count as drops. And that might be unfair, but hey, we're sports fans, okay? I'm gonna look that uh, up. Okay. I'm gonna look that up just so about our guy, what about Uncle Will? What about Uncle Will? If he catches that ball and turns up field, that might be a first down right there. It just like I said, it yeah. felt like they were just Plays that happen at inopportune times that could have led to you well, yeah, know,
1: execution. And I mean, I think that's exactly. some, one of the biggest things that, that Pete's been harping on in his press conferences. Like, you know, it, it, he's not throwing anyone under the bus, not saying it's play calling, not saying he's like, but the execution on the field has to happen it really it really does well don't you think
0: though that's because there's no rhythm going on like if the if the offense was out there for longer drives sustaining drives i mean it's like there's there just is no rhythm at all there's no i mean how many balls did will Disley even get thrown his way the whole game two so it's like yeah yeah, or or that one yeah Yeah. i I think he may have had two but anyway it's yeah what about uh how about jamal how about our weekly segment we need to talk about jamal how was his game i know you
1: you love to so you you started off
0: Well, people, you know, a lot of people are tweeting. I I know that uh, James Conner was going in. There's this goal line play, and a lot of people are showing the video where Jamal kind of pulls up on the goal line, doesn't hit him. He had a shot at him. Conner was going to score anyway, but I just feel like Seahawks safeties in the past would have taken that shot. And people see Jamal not doing it, and it's frustrating.
1: Yeah, I wonder. No, I thought the same. But, I mean, I you know, this is where, as a former player, I wonder, I was like, oh, shit, like yeah in the past you could hit that guy but now you do like fucking thirty thousand dollar fine is that like what i'm looking at and like you said he was gonna score anyways yeah it wasn't like you know jamal could have hit him drove him backwards like no chance that guy's getting in so i I give him the benefit out there there was one at
0: the ball or something though or anything well there was that's what i was
1: just gonna get to there was one play right over the middle that i don't know if bobby or somebody had him and jamal's hovering like ready to throw the hammer fist you know the peanut punch and like, it's like, okay, dude, get in there. Like, I know you're waiting for the opportunity and I know, you know, they practice it, but it's like, you got to still, you know, I mean, he literally just stood there for a couple of seconds and it's like, you know, maybe that's not the time to practice a peanut punch. You just go, go get the ball. Like you have to go get your hands on the ball, try to like rip the guy's fingers off the ball. Like, you know,
0: well, uh, I look, I know we've all been talking about it all season long. Maybe it'll show up this Monday night. There's a primetime game coming up, which we, you know, we love the Seahawks in primetime and they love to play in primetime, but can't it flex just, us out of this mean, one, dude. It just really feels like we got a bunch of individual players and, 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 you know, not much of a team and not much of an identity and not much of a yeah. personality. It just feels like we have really, really talented individual guys who just for some reason aren't really gelling together and coming with that fire every game that we're used to seeing guys in Seahawks uniforms play with.
1: Yeah. I think, yeah. Chemistry for sure is not what it's been in the past. I mean, you know, I hate to keep bringing this up, but you lose a leader like KJ, Wright, And now like everything is squarely on the shoulders of Bobby and that it's tough, dude. It's, you know, like KJ a calming presence out there, but he's a very smart football player that communicates over communicates him and Bobby. I mean, there was times where they would just, I would be watching them. They just give each other a look. I'm like, okay. And either trade responsibilities and drops and rushing or, and like, it, it takes time to develop that. And so I think Bobby's developing it with Brooks, but then, you know, we gotta, we gotta get um, Jamal up to speed because mm-hmm. right now, I mean, you look at the defense and um, you know, the most consistent performer is, um, is Diggs. I mean, yeah, every, I he does everything well. And so it's, you know, what I would consider doing is like, hey, just put him in the middle of the field, in the intermediate. He's got to be one of the hook droppers. And I don't care who knows it. I don't care if the offense knows it because he knows how to play the routes and the concepts. Mm -hmm. And you got to leave Jamal deep or you got to rush him. And if that means bringing in Neal and switching out, you know, moving even just for a couple, like, snaps a game, putting Jamal in for Brooks and letting Jamal Mm -hmm. just go. Mm -hmm. And it just you got to do something and leaving Neal deep. Like, you know,
0: well, Lova, it feels like these are all issues that could or or schemes and, and, and packages that could have been worked out during the preseason. However, nobody played during the preseason. And I don't know if that was such a good thing. Looking back in hindsight here. Um, yeah, I want to I want to also uh, even though I didn't plan for this episode at all, we've been talking about. For weeks now, that we need to talk about on this show, the the draft, the late latest, or sorry, the um, most recent drafts that we've had, and some of the players that we've had coming out of there. Because I mean, well, okay, Trey Brown. I mean, he had the injury during the game. That's we have to see what happens there because he he had been playing great. He was balling. Yeah, that one's really gonna hurt, right? But um, but as far as like draft picks lately, I mean, people are you know pointing out like Jordan Brooks. He has some games where he looks really great. He didn't look that great this last game. Uh, L.J. Collier was again a healthy scratch for the game. You got Rashad Penny, who, like I said, is I mean, he j- he does one play and then is right back to the sidelines and right back to the training tent. And look, I'm you know I'm not faulting. You get hurt, you get hurt, you but get it's, hurt. Like, yeah, it's
1: part of the game. It's so just either-
0: it's another one of these yeah. things that you can point to as as the reason the team. Yeah, when we were doing good, all the draft picks and everybody was contributing, you know. And oh, guys you, can't stay on the field.
1: Oh, you got to hit in the draft. You you have to. And I mean, it's um, yeah, it's it's crazy the the bad string of luck we've had, really injury wise, because you look all the people you're talking about. Even with Malik McDowell, a freak yeah. a freak injury on ATV. Now he's playing, doing well for Cleveland, right? But um, you know, and then Daryl Taylor missed his whole right. rookie year, came back. Looks to be one of our best players, one of our best pass rushers. But, I mean, he's been hurt. And so, it's um, – yeah. Well, so it's own-
0: have, I mean, the pass rush, though, man. Like, why, we can't get to Colt McCoy? I mean, they can get to Russell Wilson. They can get to Ru- – I, I know, look, they got some savages, obviously.
1: Taylor Jones but- is one of the most underrated. Uh- I don't know <laughs> how you get 15 sacks a year and still don't get mentioned for the MVP – you know? yeah they
0: look sick they 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 look sick but it's just it's hard when you 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 see the other team like i said getting to russell wilson and we can't get to colt freaking mccoy it's just it's not good times when that's happening so he's an elite uh, athlete what uh okay so um and producer katie wait just nod or shake your head are we doing one supersize episode or are we doing two this time we're doing two okay so all right so just tease for me then lofa uh how how where do we go from here uh, just a little tease looking towards the game with the washington football team i mean what, what take but, us inside those meeting rooms what do we need to do how do we I can, turn this thing around The
1: fucking playoffs start now they started as soon as that clock ticks zero against the the cardinals and like it's it's winter go home every week from here on out which mm-hmm. you know should light a fire, you know, uh, spark something. But you know, it, it's, that's really, and you know, they're not talking like that. You know, it, it's it's very business as usual. But um, they know in the back of their minds that there's not because Washington. What are they four and five? Like so, they're only a game ahead
0: of us. Mm-hmm. They're fighting for their lives. It's yeah.
1: yeah, and it's gonna be like that the rest of the way. So. I don't think well, we,
0: it's, a, it's a chance to hear from Russell Wilson about going one and oh each week. Right. I haven't heard him well, saying that in a few seasons. Yeah. Like well,
1: so, that. I mean, this is like, again, this is uncharted territory for, mm-hmm. for the whole team. Yeah. Um, well, since Pete's been here, even when, even when we were seven and nine, I don't know about 11, cause I wasn't there, but in 10, I mean, we weren't in this position. We were still in the hunt like every week. And then it came down to the last game against the Rams where it was like, okay, you know, like one of you losers is going home. That's because we were both going to be seven and nine going into the playoffs.
0: So literally. Well, look, hey, hey I, look, I've been a Seahawk fan my entire life, you know, going all the way back to the eighties and the kingdom. And like, I mean, we've seen, you know, Seahawk teams underperform before. I mean, even mm-hmm. in the, the one year that Jim Mora was here, but the thing with those teams is it just felt like, you could kind of not give them a pass, but it was like there were it was understandable or you like didn't expect much from them anyway, or whatever. This team with this talent, there's just so much more expected, and I think that's why it's obviously so much more frustrating. Yeah. So anyway, um well, hey, let's uh zone in here at the end of the show on our score prediction challenge. Oh, none of you won. Okay, that's it for our show this didn't week, you, everybody. you picked the cards though, right? You weren't close? uh i I, yeah yes we'll see who i pick coming up on the next episode uh as we as the week rolls on here that's it for us though everybody we are out of time um on this episode but i will remind you that lopa's company is zone in cbd the best cbd in the business to go to zoneincbd.com use our promo code believe for free shipping also lopa some more business for 20 percent off i caught that
1: last time Oh, sorry, 20%, 20% off. off. I'm just free shipping. Come on, Oh, bro.
0: all right. Hey.
1: Kind of a deal you think I'm running over here with sponsor?
0: This is why it's sweet to be friends with the CEO, everybody. Um, also, uh, or the co-founder, I don't know the title. Anyway, uh, guys, also, I want to just say this before we get out of here, that Lofa and I will be watching the Monday Night Football game live and in person at the Queen Anne Beer Hall This Monday with the game against the Washington football team. So if you're in Seattle or in the area, drive on in, shake the big guy's hand in person, um, and we'll be doing raffles and giving out prizes and door prizes and all kinds of stuff. So come on out to the Queen Anne Beer Hall this coming Monday, the Monday after Thanksgiving, and hopefully we'll be watching a W for uh, our, our team. And uh, you know, whatever time the game starts, that's what time we will be there. We got to get out of here though, Lofa. I, I can't talk about this game anymore. Uh, can you break it down or say goodbye to the people or whatever? I don't have my notes in front of me. All uh, right, people. Uh, now, have
1: you ever seen the show Most Extreme Elimination Challenge? Of course. I used to MXC love that show. Dude, I was raised on that. So yeah, I mean. MXC. Yeah. You know what they used to say, right? Don't get eliminated. That's right. So. We're gonna break it down to that shit until we're eliminated, bro. All right. Don't get eliminated on three. One, two, three. Don't, Don't get, get eliminated. Eliminated.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger